Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish Podcast for independent minds. From the great state of Delaware, this is United States Senator Chris Coons. Senator, I want you to know, I watch you often. Bill Maher, all the Sunday shows, your near daily cable television appearances. I read your quotes in the newspaper, and it's just nice to welcome you to the Michael Smirkanish program. Um, by way of background, I host this little radio show from the Philadelphia suburbs where we talk politics, and I try to bring balance. I treat my guests with dignity and respect, and you might even remember we've met previously. I'm bald, and I have a beard. <laughs> I remember you very well, Michael. I've uh, had the pleasure of being in your studio many times, and I'm Mm. grateful for you. Um, As I think I told you once, um, I I watch you um, regularly on both your television show and listen to your SiriusXM show, but most memorably when I was in Juba in South Sudan uh, in a very confrontational meeting uh, with the uh, strongman of South Sudan, uh, President Salva Kiir, he interrupted our meeting so that he could turn on your show because he is a big fan. Uh, and I was blown away by it. You're killing it in the um, African dictator, 50 to 65 years old demographic. Yeah, number two show in the world, I'm told. So yeah. how did I land in the doghouse? Come on, something's gone on here with us. I'm sorry? I said, how did I land in the doghouse? Uh, in what sense are you in the doghouse? Well, I, I, I mean, I thought we were tight. I loved having you here. We played Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> Robots. And, yes, and, and yes. since your best friend was elected president, it's like my number's been ditched. I thought we were going to Foggy Bottom together. <laughs> um, I apologize if you've had trouble getting me on the show or getting your calls returned. That's sort of implicit in what you were no, just no, no. You're, no, your people are great. They always respond. I, I just enjoy having you here, and I want you here more. Um, Thank you. Big picture. We're nine, ten months in. How's he doing? Look, um, the results of the elections uh, Tuesday night in Virginia, New Jersey, were a bracing wake-up call. Um, I think President Biden has shown clear and strong leadership in two things getting us out of the pandemic and restoring our place in the world. Um, He has remained relentlessly focused since becoming president on getting vaccines in arms and getting our schools reopened and our economy um, reinvigorated. We passed back in March the American Rescue Plan. And I'll remind you, that sent out um, 
to 80 million American households, checks that help them fend off eviction or foreclosure um, to push back on hunger and child poverty, um, and that provided support to millions of businesses, small, medium, and large businesses all over our country to prevent a second Great Recession. Um, that has generally been successful. Um, he saved 5 million jobs, steadily reduced the unemployment rate, and we've steadily seen the vaccination rate grow. But it's been harder than expected. There's been organized resistance uh, by communities and elected leaders to mask mandates and to vaccination. And it has taken months longer. And in those months, the Delta variant emerged, which is more transmissive and led to a revitalization, really, um, of the pandemic. So there's a lot of Americans who are tired of it who want to be done with the pandemic, be done with masks, be done with the, the sickness. The infection rates have come way, way down. Um, and with the great news yesterday that school-aged children are now eligible for vaccines, I think we really are able to see the end in sight. First. Second, um, President Biden, in his second trip to Europe just this past week, demonstrated the sort of positive engagement with our allies uh, in the EU, in NATO, um, and in more recent trips and meetings in the Indo-Pacific um, that has changed what I was afraid was a trajectory of isolationism and withdrawal. The thing that gives the United States the standing, the strength to successfully challenge China and Russia is our network of allies around the world. China really has no allies. We do in Japan and Australia and South Korea in Germany and France and Italy. Um, the United Kingdom, we have strong and vital alliances all around the world that both help our security, help our economy, uh, and help share our values in the developed world. Um, so I think President Biden comes back from making strong statements at COP26, the Global Climate Change Summit, and demonstrating real leadership in the G20. Um, but we've got work to do. The most important work to do in the short term, Michael, is for the House to finally pass the bipartisan infrastructure Amen. package Jesus. and send it to the president. Why they have sat on this bill for months, I cannot explain. But they are also going to send back to the Senate a Build Back Better bill that will deal with universal pre-K, reducing prescription drug prices, support for affordable quality daycare and elder care, um, and significant investments in combating climate. It's an agenda that I can support and that I hope will get all 50 Democrats in the Senate support. And frankly, getting those two bills to the president's desk will probably round out the year. Okay. And I, I endorse and agree with exactly what you just said about the 1.2. How likely is it that that can cross the finish line if you can't get the bigger bill you'd like done? Um, what are the odds that the infrastructure bill will yeah. get to the president's desk? Soon. Really good. Um, I spoke to a number of House progressives in recent days. Um, they've had a number of direct conversations with Manchin and Cinema. They've decided that they're going to go ahead and support sending the infrastructure bill from the House to the president's desk. I expect that will happen in the coming week. But bluntly, Michael, I think part of the message of the gubernatorial elections in New Jersey and Virginia although they were mostly driven by local issues like high property taxes and schools and impatience with the end of the pandemic, there was a message that they don't see strong leadership from Washington in addressing things that impact their lives. 
and when Republicans are running campaigns and candidates that mostly focus on an alternative reality in which President Trump lost the, excuse me, won the 2020 election, um, and where issues like critical race theory that are not even being taught in the Virginia schools end up being a dominant issue, if that's what other candidates run on, and Democrats don't have a strong record of clear accomplishment to respond with, then we're not going to have a successful um, season in the 22 elections. If we have real accomplishments, a real record for them to run on, then we've got something to respond to the alternative reality that many Republican candidates have been running on recently. Yeah, I agree with you. And Tuesday, I didn't need the Tuesday result to know and recognize he needs a win. He's got to win. Mitch McConnell and 19 Republicans supported this. Get it yes. across the finish line and let yes. and put up some signs when I'm on I-95 that say, hey, you remember that infrastructure bill? It just filled your pothole. Yep. That that Look, the kind of politics that President Biden ran on and was elected to move forward was reasonable bipartisan solutions to things that everyone realizes has to get done. President Trump talked over and over about how he was going to cut prescription drug prices and rebuild our infrastructure. If President Biden can actually get both of those done through a big bipartisan bill on infrastructure and a bill that every Democrat supports on prescription drug pricing, we will have made progress that we can demonstrate to the American people is why it was worth having President Biden in the White House. Thank you so much. I'm 5'9", bespeckled, and I've, and, I've put, and I've put on weight since you've seen me last. Thank you, United States Senator Chris Coons. Great being on with you, Michael. Take care. Thanks, Senator. Yes, TC. All right, just for the record. Okay, what is wrong with you? Like, read the room. All right, here's the thing. Had I tried to book this senator and had been rebuffed numerous times, yeah. maybe that would have been appropriate. Mm. We were just used to Are a you level. scolding me? Yes. Oh. We were used to a level of We didn't have to call him. Exactly. He would call us. Exactly. Don't call me. I'll call you. Okay, but the way you said it was like, no, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to throw his staff under the bus. I, please, I, I hope I they made, are the best. I, they are the best. I hope I made that clear. It's just I respect him so much. We I love Chris genuinely Coons. enjoy his company. Yes. I've been at an Eagles game with him. Right. I like being in his company. Right. But frankly, it occurred to me a day or two ago on air. Hey, not since Biden's been elected has he come around. I know, but has he come? It's not. But it's not that we've tried and not. And that was, I think, the implication was that, hey, TC's tried to book you and they haven't responded, and that's not okay, the well, case I, at no, all. No, I know that they, however, have not reached out. I'm that looking is for truth. him to initiate a little bit. Oh boy, okay, it's not me. It's you. Exactly. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.